Hey guys. Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony. And Jackie. The real Jackie this time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, first off, we just wanted to apologize for it being late. Uh, our past two days, it kind of got thrown into a little bit of uh, a kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. One of our doggos had to be rushed to the emergency vet. She was having a seizure, multiple seizures, and she's doing much better now, but it was a busy, busy... Long it's a couple very, of days. very, very long first night. Yeah. <laughs> so, but she's a lot better now. And uh, this is going to be a short and sweet episode one because we're late. Sorry. Two, because we're getting ready to go to an event this weekend. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But first, gun news. Gun news. Uh, just one thing I wanted to throw in there. It's not, I mean, it's been on the market for two or three weeks now. Uh, I kept forgetting to mention it, but it is the scope switch from Antimatter, Antimatter Industries. Now, this is kind of a cool... I, I like this thing. Uh, Roger from QBO has been testing the hell out of it. And this is the half of the equipment that basically gives you the zoom in like a Call of Duty game. So, you have your normal looking scope mount... And then the scope switch has an additional piece that mounts in front along the top of your rail. And it has a little, a little slider. And that slider is connected to a metal cable that travels underneath the mount to an attachment piece that clamps around your LPVO's adjustment ring. So it's for your, uh, your uh, variable zoom. So when you're all the way forward, you're set at whatever, and when you pull back, it zooms in. And I I, I think it's pretty cool. That is super cool. Yeah. I kind of dig in the name. It kind of makes me think of, isn't there an antimatter thing in The Flash? The more, there might be. The show? Yeah. The Flash? Yeah. The antimatter chamber? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's a... Uh, it's only available for 30 mils scopes right now. 34s are on the way. You can get it in black or FDE. Currently, it is only available as the analog version. They are talking about potentially having an electronic style version to work with thermals and night vision. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Now, here's the part that people are... Cons like, this is the biggest uh, conversation part is the price. It starts at 600 bucks for the mount and the, the whole the whole setup. And people are balking at that, but if you think about it, the really good mounts that you would buy, like a Borbro or an, um, like an ADM mount for a scope, they're not cheap. Mm -hmm. Like, a good scope mount is not cheap. So a good scope mount that has extra features for right. five, six hundred, six hundred bucks. So it is looking pretty durable. I mean, their video for it's pretty cool. The guy like takes it. He's got a MCX Sig, and he's holding it in a parking lot, and he just like hucks it like a story in the air, and lets the rifle fall to the ground. Hmm, impressive. Uh, and then everyone was talking about dirt in the slider, and they sprinkled dirt in it, and it just <laughs> slides back and forth. Wow. I think it's kind of cool. 
I think on the competition side, I know three guns, not as large as it once was, but I do see three gunners using it because if you shoot in what would widely be known as tac ops, where you can only have one optic on your gun, mm -hmm. it's usually an LPVO, and most guys were used to running like a, oh, I'll run one X, and when I get to the longer stuff, I'll hit the throw lever and go all the way over. Now, you don't have to. Now you can just zip it backwards and there you go. It's very cool. So, uh, it's from the same, <clears throat> excuse me, it's from the same guys, Ben and his crew that made the Flux Raider for the 320 mm. chassis. It's the same guys as just another company they started. Okay. So. Neat. The Flux is. Innovators. Yeah. The Flux is a very innovative and very quality product. Mm -hmm. So I'm leaning towards that this will be the same. So I would like to see one in person and mess around with one. Actually, uh, I think I might have to go on one of your rifles because I actually don't have an OPVO scope. You do. Yeah, and if you get one, you don't have room for any extra things on your guns right now. That's true. <laughs> they are all occupied. Yeah. I have some prime real estate. It's true. Uh, so that's going to be it for gun news. Yeah. Shooting sports news. Shooting sports news. Area 4 was this past weekend. Yep, the Staccato Area 4 oh, championship. Pardon me. Could that be because it's the first area since Limops has been recognized? Strong possibility. <laughs> so, uh, Tony Pignato of Staccato uh, put up a photo of all the members that worked or shoot for Staccato that shot the match. 13 people. Wow. So. And Area 4 is which region? Down in the Texas area. So their... Yeah, yeah, their home area. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was getting. I was like, that's mm -hmm. pretty sure their area anyways. So, set aside the feelings that some people may have for Staccato, I think it's very cool that any, any company that sponsors a match, especially a title sponsor, but then also gets their people out shooting. Yeah. Big plus. Yep. That, you know, and you could tell most of them, they started doing training. I know Todd Jarrett was helping a lot of them get up to snuff with competition. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure Michelle was helping out. So they had all these people helping, but you could tell some of the people, they were newer. Mm -hmm. So they're bringing new people in the sport like that. None of that is bad. Right. So all kudos on that part. Tony, nice job. I'm sure you had... A hand in trying to get everything together. So, well done. Now, there was 405 total shooters here. There were 20 DQs. That's staggering. Yeah. That is roughly 5%. What? That is... That is a lot yeah. of DQs. Be interesting to see uh, if anyone pops up on... Where all these DQs come from. If you know, shoot us a message. Few time podcast. Wait. At yes. gmail.com. Yeah, that, that's the email address. Or you can message us on Instagram or Facebook at yeah. Laugh Alone. That. <laughs> Did you like, miss me last week? Yeah. It wasn't just last week. Well, the week before you had John. Yeah. That was nice. It was a long, long time. <laughs> Gone for so long. So we are going to start the rundowns with limited 
Uh, first place, Joey Sauerland. Second, Sean Hines. And third, Brody Atkinson. This is how I can tell Jackie hasn't been here in a while because now we do 3 2 1. Not 1 oh, 2 Oh, yeah, three. that's right. Production, third place, Gordon Carroll. We started doing that after Northern Illinois. I completely forgot. I... Second place, Michael Kisswetter. First place, Brett Thomas. In open, third place, we have Brandon Elias. Second, Emmett Reed. And first place, open, Casey Eusebio. Uh, Brandon, congrats, man, because I can't remember when you officially switched to shooting open, but you shot CO for a while, so congrats. Uh, single stack, third place, Trent Eckler. Second, Randy Rogers. First place, my buddy, Jeff Coffin. Nice job, dude. Congratulations. Carry Optics. We have third place with Dazi Zhang. Second place, Nils Johnson. And first place, Christian Seiler. The name still sends chills. <laughs> I'm never going to live this down. I got Thanos stumped. You're not going to do the whole little Fast and the Furious line? Dude, I almost had you. <laughs> no, because it would be a lie. <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh, PCC. Third place, Corey Klemisevich. Second place, Jeff Kranz. First place, Grant Kunkel. And Limited Optics. Third place, Luke Cow. Second, Hunter Constantine. And first place, Lax Max Leo Grandis. Max Amundi. I almost said Lax Neo Grandis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, shout out to second place Hunter, hashtag MNP gang, which he was crushing it with an MNP. Uh, ladies open, third place Megan Smiley, second place Sloan Sanders, first place Jesse Harrison. And we have Carry Optics ladies, third place our good friend Tino, second place Ashley Robertson. Previously, Ashley Rourke. And third place, uh, first place, Morgan Lionheart. I still can't get used to Ashley's new last name every time I see her on Instagram. I'm like, who is this bitch? I'm like, oh, okay, it's Ashley. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember following anybody with this name. And I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, I didn't even put two and two together when I made the notes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she got married. I was like, hey, who's this new chick that's winning shit? Well, turns out it's the same old chick, just married. <laughs> And since we hadn't gone over it in the podcast, Ashley, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Uh, well done, ladies. Uh, what also happened to this match was a good reminder that uh, as a shooting sports, we can be considered to be on the action sports side of things. And we don't run... Every time I talk to my chiropractor, he is... Well, he's ruthless in talking to me about how stupid we are for running around on gravel and uh, grassy little fields with tree roots and yeah. all the shit that we run in. Right. Like the giant like two-by-two two sticks we have to hop over to get in or out of a shooting area. Yeah. So uh, Shane Coley, Glock team captain, uh, took a bad spill on his entry into a position at the beginning of a stage. Went in, he caught, looked like the fault line, stumbled forward, and 
got back up. Here's the thing. You saw the gash in his leg on his video first. And you're like, ooh, shit. That's gnarly. So I'm thinking he's going to show us a video of him falling. And then be like, oh, damn, here, let me unload show clear and take care of this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this dude falls down, gets back up, blazes through the rest of the stage. Clearly doesn't forget his stage plan. Finishes the whole rest of the stage and then proceeds to leave the match because he had to go get 10 stitches for the gash in his leg. I do feel like that was totally Jay Carrillo at the Northern Illinois section. Yeah. Like he, there was like no facial expression. He went straight from like, game, game, get it, get it, get it, boom, up, game, game, game. Like, there was, like, no, oh, what happened, or, oh, that's going to hurt later, or what just, you know, nothing. Didn't even phase him. Like, the second he, it was like a, like a rubber ball, just, the second he hit the ground, just boom, back up, and running again. It's crazy. Well, uh, it seems that he fell on one of the spikes that was holding down the base for the wall upright. That's what he mm. hit his thigh on. Oof. So, uh, speedy recovery, my man. Looking at his uh, Instagram post, the doctors told him two weeks of not vigorous activity. And Shane was quick to point out that Carry Optics Nationals is a week and a half away. Shane said, I'll see you at Carry Optics Nationals. Right. So, uh, it'll be interesting, man. I uh, hope it's hope you recover quickly yeah 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 we have hopefully hopefully he doesn't hopefully he's happy with his decision the day of shooting to push through it i think he'll be fine yeah he looked fine <laughs> he'd be fine he's just a flesh wound yeah. he's put a flesh wound <laughs> i did get a couple questions in this week we did uh someone put in just got my ccl should I carry on body or off? So, this only pertains to, well, I guess it, well, hell, it's 2023. I guess it applies to either one. <laughs> uh, so, for men, you know, backpack, right. men, purse, satchel, guys, dudes do fanny Merce. packs. Um, and then ladies, you know, purses, another off body carry options versus on carry, on body carry. So, Obviously, you see more ladies with off-body carry options that they drag around with them every single day. Sure. Just because we feel like we have to carry our whole lives with us. Just in case we need that extra chapstick on top of the one that's in our pocket. Right? Yeah. So we carry all this crap with and us. And the one that's in your car. And the one that's unopened in the trunk of your car. Right. All of the chapsticks. Yes. Anyways, so on-body, personally, I prefer to carry on-body whenever possible. Uh, I have carried off body. I would say I can count. I can count how many times I've off body carried on one hand. Um, and I was, I was not a fan. Um, the fanny pack, I'll say, was the exception to like not feeling like super weird about it. Like a purse, you want to be able to like set it down right. somewhere. You know, the cart while you grab for the Cheerios, or you're looking through your purse for something and. You come across the gun, and you see the gun down in the purse at the checkout. 
while you're looking for your wall and you're like, did they see it? Did they see it? <laughs> so, you know, there are special purses designed with pockets for guns specifically. Um, so that there's nothing else rolling around in the area. You're not having to dig through your crap for your gun. Um, and they do make fanny packs that have special pockets for, you know, for your gun. The downside to the fanny packs is that the gun is the size of the internal pocket, which means you have no room for anything else but the gun. That's just your fanny pack, though. They do make no, specific... the gun ones. I mean, they have a small pocket. You can put, like, a credit card, a driver's license, and maybe a couple of dollar bills in there. Mm. They're very, very small. The Galco one I saw is huge. I mean, at that point, you're talking about a traveler's pack, like strapped in front of your. No, I mean, you know. I don't remember who was wearing it. it. wasn't too. It was bigger than the one you could have. That's for sure. Yeah, but like obviously, the big. It's like purses, right? The bigger they are, the more they hold. But at some point, you're like, holy crap! This is a gigantic. It's a flotation device. The tuma. It's a tuma. Yeah, it's a flotation device that you're having strapped around your your middle section. Um. I prefer body carry because you always have access to that, right? You know, I carry appendix. Your hands are always in front of you. You know, you're pushing a door open. You're opening your car door. Your hands are on the steering wheel. You're on your phone, shaking someone's hand, kissing babies, whatever it is you do with your hands in front of your body. You're close access to your, to your gun. You're carrying in a backpack. It's behind you. If you're carrying in a side satchel, it's hanging down at your hip and there's no retention keeping it down when you're drawing out. So there's a lot of downsides to off-body carry, but obviously if it came down to off-body carry or not being able to carry at all because of a certain outfit, I have off-body carry. It's just not my favorite thing to do mm -hmm. on the daily. And next... Nothing to add. You don't want to talk about a man purse or nothing? I don't carry a man purse. I don't really have a lot of experience in this area. Mm, okay. But, well, you, I mean, you used to carry, like, a day bag. Yeah. Like, you know, when you were working, like, the 9 to 5, and you had, like, you know, your notebook and your little electronics and whatever it is that men put in their little man bags. Yeah, but I always had my gun on me. On you. You never carried it, like, in your in your backpack. Like, your, pri your primary was never in your backpack. The only time I would go in there is if I was going somewhere where I couldn't have the gun. Okay. I was, that's why I was yeah. asking. Is cause, because you carried a bag every day, you still chose to carry on body. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what I was getting at. You did have an opinion to share. That's fact. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, what would be, what would your limited, your optimal limited optics gun, there was, what would your optimal limited optics gun be? There we go. It's a lot of oms. Oms and ops. Mm-hmm. Um. Limited op, 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 Like mm -bop. Oh, boy bands. Sorry, I forgot we're not Damn doing it. this again. <laughs> um. I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at a staccato right now, so... That's your optimal? I don't know what optimal would be for me. I don't have a whole lot of experience with single action guns. Well, it doesn't have to be single action. I, not the reason why they made the division. So, I guess in my head, that's what the question was asking. Because mm. 
the Vesta case, the throw magwell on splat, and my carry optics gun is now a limited optics gun. That's my optimal limited optics gun, is splat with a magwell. Okay. Miniature. Nothing big and fat and monstrous. Just mid-sized. Little skirt. It's like a miniskirt. Okay. Um, I'll answer this two ways. If I wanted it to be fun and different, I would see if I could procure one of the 226X5s. Mm. I've always had a thing for the 226. I think that'd be kind of a fun, fun little gun to shoot. It's kind of I was going to say not with, little gun at all. <laughs> it's kind of large, but yeah, that gun. Uh, and then it would be a toss-up between maybe some 2011, possibly. Uh, but a strong front runner for me is a gun that we already own, and that's the Platypus. I really enjoy shooting that gun. Mm-hmm. I just had a uh, friend talk to us about it. They were asking, well, are you guys coming out with another video of it? Yes, we will. Yes. Um, because it's, oh... It's right around 4,000 rounds now Yeah. with everyone that shot it. Uh, so what I did with this gun is I let any and everyone shoot it, and so did you. Mm-hmm. Took it to work and... Yeah, let just, all my coworkers yeah. mess around. I've taken it to plenty of classes. I've had people take it to classes. Uh, countless, you know, range days where people are just coming to shoot and create content. Uh, just random sessions at the range where people are like, oh my God, what's that? Mm-hmm. And then just regular training and shooting. So it's got quite a few rounds through it. And uh, many more to come this weekend, I Oh, yes. Yes. So uh, we will do the... We'll do a a follow-up. Probably, I don't know, let's say uh, the platypus after 5,000 rounds. Yeah. That'd be a good mile marker for Yeah. Because this weekend we are heading to our good friend, regular gun guys, regular meetup in Thomasville, Georgia, which if you don't know where that's it, um, it's you're basically in Florida, Florida and you jump up, yeah. you're in Thomasville, yeah. Georgia. We're closer to Florida than we are in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So it's quite the distance. Yeah. Uh, it's about 15 hours from us. Which you're driving, so it'll be like 12 and a half. That's the goal. <laughs> So that'll be our weekend this weekend. We're going to have a blast. I'm going to go see a bunch of friends that we don't get to see too often. Uh, hang out with the crew. Most of the gun camp is going. Uh, friends down there. It's it's going to be a really good time. Good food. A lot of shooting. A lot of hanging out. A lot of partying. Probably some dancing. I've heard. And some awards. They're mm-hmm. giving out awards. So we'll do our best to get some coverage from the regular meetup. Yeah. This is the third annual, and this is going to be the biggest thus far. Thus far. Yes. And then the following weekend, we are off to Iowa. Which is going to be so much fun. Yes. To head up to Bromel's to hang out with our buddy, John Patton, from the Gun Collective. And everyone knows what that sound is. Anyone that plays Xbox knows what that sound is. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still there? Yeah. The council will turn off in five minutes. <laughs> All right. So we were watching a couple episodes of Criminal Minds. Whatever. <laughs> I forgot to turn the Xbox off. Or the TV off. Uh, we're heading up to Brownells to hang out with our buddy, John Patton, of the Gun Collective, to put or to attend his event, GunCon. Which so, is going to be a ton of fun. 
Yes, it's going to be very exciting. It's a two-day long event. I think first day is range day. No. First day, first day uh, we are some of the lucky few. First day is uh, select influencers and media only, which is us. Yay! Hooray! Thanks, John. I appreciate it, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see you. Uh, and then the event that follows. This has a lot of panels in it. There's a ton of big YouTubers going, like James I'm Reeves. I'm really excited for the panel because we actually got to see their their live panel at Indy in 2019, I think. I think it was 18. You sure? I think it was 18. Are you, I think you're right. I think it was 18. But they're going to have tons of big influencers like James Reeves from TFB TV is going to be there. Uh, I think Honest Outlaw is going to be there. I'm not sure if John Lovell's coming to this one. Yeah, he was at the last one. He was. I'd like to see him again. Um, and there's going to be a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, some of the companies that I've heard that are going to be at GunCon is um, Oracle. <clears throat> Very nice. So can't wait to talk to those guys again. It'll mm-hmm. be great to see them. And hopefully get a more solidified date as to when it's coming out. Because... Uh, perusing their comments online, a lot of people are giving them shit, like, oh, the competition one's not going to be out until 2025. And they keep telling them, ah, sooner than you think. Nice. That's good to hear. And to give them credit, they are telling everyone, uh, we don't want to rush anything out. We want to make sure that the product you're getting is the product we promised you. Right. Not one that's going to have problems. Right. So, you got to give them credit there, because... Even some of the larger companies don't do that. Right. So, big props to them. And there's going to be a ton of companies at the regular meetup as well. Uh, Phoenix Trinity is going to be there. Stealth Arms is going to be there. Yeah, nice. So, I'm betting, this is just a guess, and I'm going to talk to RGG about it. I'm betting this is going to be the largest gathering of platypi in the United States. <laughs> so. That's funny. It probably will be. I think so. Yeah. Because between him and myself, well, him and us, mm-hmm. the amount of uh, platy knowledge out there is, is vast. So. Mm-hmm. And guys, if you ever feel the need to send Jackie or myself any questions about it, just reach out to us. You know, that's that's why we're here to share our our expertise in the field, really. Yeah. And we love talking about guns. So love it. And as long as you don't interrupt Jackie during one of her Criminal Minds episode, you'll be fine. I can't see him go snappy snap. Huh? You say I'll go snappy no, snap? No, she's just gonna ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> I um I'll get to you on a commercial break. <laughs> I mean, there's always time for texting on commercial breaks. So, those are our events coming up, and I think later down the road in August, I'm still trying to work out the logistics. I might be going to the Guns Out uh, event at XCAL in Virginia. That should be a good time. Yeah. All while still having to prepare for Nationals. What happened? I don't know. I blame the cat. Ditto. So, preparing for nationals. Yeah, so it's going to be crazy. 
in production nationals is what you're referring to. Of course. To. Unless I want to see what my competition looks like in limited 10. <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing still. No. Yep. I agree. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, like I said, this one's going to be a little bit shorter because, quite frankly, we got to get ready to leave this weekend. And, uh, again, we apologize for being late, but uh, remember, the family was not good. Yes. She had to be taken care of. Yes. So, we will talk to you guys on Monday, and we're going to have a lot to talk about being Tons. fresh off the meetup. Right. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, pewtimepodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to us at laughandload.com or at laughandload on Facebook or Instagram. And we are out of here. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.